Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you. Welcome to Conway's Clipboard, your one-stop shop for all the pregame information you need ahead of this week's uh, game between the LA Galaxy and the Seattle Sounders held at Dignity Health Sports Park. Um, welcome back. I apologize we haven't had this in a while. Um, I was involved in a wedding and, and had a trip to Denver to uh, watch the Nations League game, and a couple of other things pop up, but uh, we're back for the rest of the season, so no concerns there, and uh, hopefully you'll make this an integral part of your your pregame experience, whether it's going to this, uh, going to the stadium or, or wherever you end up watching your matches, be it at a watch party or from the comfort of your own home. Um, I hope that this will be kind of your, your, your guide to match day. Um, one thing I want to get into before we talk about the match ahead is something that we did not touch on during simply soccer this week. And it's funny, Michelle and I both texted each other the night of the record when we released the episode, I think around like six or seven o'clock at night after the episode came out, we both said we should have talked about what happened a week ago um, in Copenhagen, uh, referring to the Christian Eriksen um, situation that occurred uh, on the field in the Park and Stadion against uh, Finland and the tragedy that it was. Um, it, it was definitely a jarring moment for anyone who who watches soccer and who watches sport in general to, to consume that and to experience that. And I know uh, talking with friends um, that are that are much smarter and much more devoted to soccer than I am, um, it was a jarring moment for all of us involved. Um, we and uh, and the dialogue in the most recent couple of days has been about the media and how they uh, how the UEFA global feed of cameras kept focusing in on on Christian Eriksen's lifeless body as as medics valiantly worked to to save his life um, and 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 then uh, panning to his partner Sabrina and and her, you know, sobbing in the arms of, of Kasper Schmeichel and um, what that was and how almost vulturistic it was to to two people that were in a very difficult moment in their lives. But I, I, I want to highlight a hero on that day because I think, you know, in these moments of tragedy, there's moments of, of pure human brilliance. And that person I want to highlight is uh, the captain of Denmark, Samuel Kier, who I don't think he's getting enough credit for his actions that day, which definitely gave the medics the best chance to save Christian Eriksen's life. Um, he was the person that was closest to uh, Eriksen when he uh, collapsed. Kier realized exactly what was occurring. He put him uh, in what's called the recovery position, which is um, to prevent a person that is unconscious or in in, in, in Eriksen's position from uh, to prevent them from choking on their own tongue, uh, blocking their airway. He then immediately signaled to medics uh, to get on the field. He helped his team form a barrier around Ericsson uh, to ensure that the medics could do their job in peace. Um, and it was a go-between between, between uh, Ericsson's partner, Sabrina, the team, the coach, and and the medical staff there. I, it, it was true leadership from a captain in a way that I think I, I, I is very hard to describe. And I, I give him a lot of credit, and I don't, I, I don't see enough credit being given to him. The other credit I'd like to give is to the Finnish fans. Um, as you, the, the, the image that you may have seen the Denmark players forming that circle around Ericsson um, will stick with me for a very long time. And I think will stick with a lot of us for a very long time. But I want to give credit to the Finnish fans that were throwing flags and banners down to give to those those players and the medical staff to use as shields against uh, that the media that wanted any opportunity to take advantage of this this incredibly uh, tenuous moment. Um, I, I, I give them a lot of credit and it, it shows that this is much more than a game, that human life is, is much more important than a European championship. And I, I truly, um, you know, for, for as tragic as that moment was, there was a lot of human just moments of, of heroism in that day. And I, and I hope, you know, at, you go and, and look for those moments, you know, in a moment of it, absolute catastrophe, you know, heroes step up and they definitely did on that day. 
there's one other thing I'd like to bring your attention to re- related to the Ericsson thing. Um, I know looking on Twitter, a lot of people felt helpless, felt um, like they didn't know what to do. And I'd, I'd urge you to um, look up uh, what U.S. soccer has done in terms of their, uh, their, their health um, and, and wellness uh, arm of things. And uh, the website is recognizedtorecover.org. Um, that's recognizedtorecover.org, all one word, um, slash cardiac. Um, they have a, a wide variety of things for mental health, for concussion awareness, head and brain injuries, basic injury recover, but cardiac conditions. And also on their YouTube channel, um, they have a four-minute video about CPR and AED training or um, external defibrillator training. Um, and I, I'd, rec- I'd recommend you watch that. Just, you know, it doesn't have to be in a sporting context. You know, you never know when you'll, you'll be called upon to help someone. And, and I think, you know, even if you don't have CPR training or whatever, it's just good to have those kind of base uh, knowledge. And uh, I'd urge you, if you have the time and, and the finances, to go and, and seek CPR training. I know I definitely have been looking here in San Diego to, to uh, get my CPR training and, and whatever have after that incident. And um, you never know when you can change the course of someone's life. So I, I hope that what happened last week is a, is a call to arms to, to, to do that and to understand the effect that you have, that you could have uh, saving someone's life. So with that being said, let's, let's move on to more positive news. I'd say the LA galaxy versus Seattle Sounders this week. This is week eight of the match uh, calendar played at the Dignity Health Sports Park. It will be full capacity for the first time since March of last year when the Galaxy played Vancouver and that home opener. Of course, we had no idea in the weeks to follow what would happen, um, but now it almost feels like a, a, a re-home opener from, from 2000, and it, I'm excited to see everyone. Of course, everyone knows the uh, tailgate festivities that we'll be getting at 1 o'clock um, with a performance from MERS at 4 o'clock. Kickoff scheduled for 6.08 p.m., Weather will be 71 degrees, sunny, winds out of the west at 10 miles per hour. I'd recommend sunscreen, uh, considering we're going to be outside all day. Um, I know a lot of people will be showing up very early, so make sure to hydrate, make sure to wear sunscreen um, so that you're ready to go when 608 rolls around. Uh, If you are not able to attend in person, TV opportunities are on ESPN Plus and Spectrum Sportsnet. Um, The Galaxy will be in their home white jerseys with the blue and gold sash. Uh, Seattle will be in their famous rave green jerseys. Um, In terms of injury report, the LA Galaxy have one injury to report. It's Jonathan Dos Santos. He's listed as questionable. Seattle has uh, Jordy DeLem out with an ACL tear. Stefan Fry still dealing with his knee problems. And Nico Lodero with a knee surgery that occurred. He's expected to be back sometime around late July, early August. Uh, MLS um, has provided a projective lineup for the Galaxy. Um, I, I do question this simply because of, of a couple of things we'll get into here in a second. Um, their projected lineup is Jonathan Bond in goal, a back four of Viafania, Dupuy, Steres, and Araujo. Uh, a midfield of Carlos Harvey, Sebastian Lejet, Cabral, Vasquez, and Grancer with Chicha leading the line. For Seattle, this is projected from Sounder at Heart, um, the SB Nation blog that covers the Sounders, usually generally very reliable. They're expecting Cleveland to go goal, Nohutolu, O'Neill, Yamar in the back, Brad Smith, Kellen Rowe, Christian Roldan, Joao Pedro, Alex Roldan in the midfield, and leading the line, Will Bruin and Raul Rui Diaz in a 3 5 2. Um, all time, this matchup is 13 wins for the Galaxy, 10 draws between the two of them, and 10 Sounders wins. Now, I question the Galaxy lineup simply because we don't know exactly what Jonathan Dos Santos's um, health status is. Also, uh, Greg Vanny has shown a, a, a proclivity to kind of get funky whenever he feels a tactical matchup coming on. So maybe we'll see Saldana, maybe we will see, um, you know, an Efrain Alvarez appear or, you know, something like that. Also, we have the addition of uh, Kevin Koulibaly, and I'm not sure where he'd slot in if he goes for a full 90. 
um, in his first game in a Galaxy jersey, but that will be left to be determined when the lineups come out. The last five games for both teams, the LA Galaxy, um, a loss in Portland, two wins, a loss against uh, the Seattle Sounders, excuse me, I conflated those two, a loss against the Sounders, two wins, a loss against Portland, and then a win against San Jose in their last outing. Uh, Seattle undefeated this MLS season, three wins in their last five, two draws, the most recent, a nil-nil draw against Austin FC. The Galaxy's most recent um, game was a 1-0 victory over San Jose. Uh, Beerson's own goal in the 70th minute after a fantastic run from uh, Samuel Grancier. Uh, 12 saves for Jonathan Bond on that day. A couple things to note going to this game. Um, I would say the the biggest thing for Seattle is Christian Roldan and what Christian Roldan has been able to do this season as kind of a free-flowing number 9 that doesn't necessarily... Um, plays the number 10, excuse me, a free-flowing number 10 that doesn't necessarily play as a traditional number 10. He's been given license to to float around the place. I think for any defensive midfielder that's forced to deal with that, that's very difficult. As it pulls you out of space, and then we've seen, um, as in that first game, where Brad Smith just absolutely wrecked into the space that was being pulled open for him by uh, Christian Roldan's movement. Alex Roldan has just uh, declared for, I believe, Guatemala. Um, at, at, and let me double-check to confirm that. He's also been playing fantastically this season. Um, the, the Galaxy will have trouble. They will have to be vigilant in tracking runs out of midfield. They will have to be very focused on, um, on, on being smart in terms of tracking guys like Brad Smith. And, and um, you know, again, uh, that entire midfield um, is going to be very difficult for the Galaxy to track. I'm just confirming the Alex Rodon thing. I apologize. It was not Guatemala. It is El Salvador. I apologize. That is my fault. Um, Jonathan Bond is another big story in this game. 12 saves against San Jose in the last game. Um, can he continue that form? I mean, international breaks tend to kill form, so hopefully he will be able to uh, continue that. Um, of course, the other big story about this Galaxy team is Chicharito. Um, Chicharito scoring goals for fun at this point, it looks like. Um, hopefully he will be able to um, continue this this amazing run of form that he has gotten. Um, and then it's the French connection for the Galaxy. Grand Seer and Cabral and then possibly Koulibaly. You know, have they had time over this international break to grow into this team and to get used to the, the system around them. That will be a big uh, test for me. Um, and I, I wonder what, what a full house will do for the Galaxy uh, on the game. You know, this is the first time they've played in a very long time in front of a full house. It's a very different team than the one that took the field at the home opener in 2020. Uh, new manager, new, new everything, really. Um, so I'm interested to see how the energy that uh, us, the fans, bring um, helps them. And and I hope if you're listening to this, I hope if you were coming to the stadium, you bring uh, your full energy because they definitely will need it. Um, my one final thing, uh, you know, a, a word of caution to this, uh, the Sounders side is Raul Diaz went to Peru with the expectation of being included in the national team for the Copa America. He was not. I wonder how much that angered him. Um, I wonder how much that got him going. And are we about to see the Raul Diaz revenge tour, so to speak? Um, so I hope that, you know, the Galaxy will be, will be on their best to uh, be prepared for that and, and be, uh, be ready to defend. It should be an absolutely amazing uh, encounter. I'm excited to, to be back amongst a full house, and I hope that um, you are as well. Of course, I believe the celebrations begin at 1, 1.30 um, around the tailgate lot in lot 13. Um, MERS is playing at 4. Um, there's a couple of other groups playing. It's going to be an absolutely exciting um fun, engaging day, and it's going to be good to see all of your faces again. Um, Bridgetown Sounds begins the, the celebrations in Lot 13 at 1.30. Um, I hope you'll be there, and um, yeah, it, it's going to be an exciting time. Um, so again, uh, just to 
quickly recap in terms of the uh, the resources for CPR and AED training. Um, look up either USSF Recognized to Recover um, or Recognized to Recover.org, um, or either do that in YouTube, and you will find um, a four minute video that that outlines kind of what you feel as a bystander you can do in in, in the situation such as what Erickson faced. Outside of that, it's the first time we've had a full uh, full house since March of last year, um, and so you know I, I would urge you all to 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 celebrate in a way that you know is both supportive of the team but responsible. Um, I think it should be a, a fantastic affair. Of course, when Seattle and the Galaxy always play, it's always a, a playoff atmosphere. So um, get excited, get um, get ready, and uh, make sure you stay hydrated and make sure you're uh, ready to go when 608 rolls around. Um, so this has been Conway's Clipboard. Looking forward to seeing you all. Um, please join us in Lot 13. We will have um, for sale the, the fanzine that LA's our house and my wonderful uh, co-host Michelle collaborated on. Um, there's some amazing articles. I've seen a couple of uh, previews and um, it looks amazing. The photography in there is fantastic. The articles are very well written. Um, it's a beautiful just, you know, centerpiece for your coffee table or for your, your bookcase or, you know, whenever you're bored on a lonely night in the off season wanting to, to relive some galaxy memories. So we'll help you pick up a copy there. Um, the link is in bio if you want to buy online or the ebook copy on LA's Our House's um, social media. And so uh, we hope to see you tomorrow, and let's go Galaxy. Um, signing off until uh, we, we see each other again. Thank you, and have a great night.